0: Okay, Bezat we're starting in page Habdalet Aleph, page 24a. So we're in the fourth line. So the Gemora is going to ask different questions regarding inserting Daddy? things that have to do with either Hanukkah or Roshroidesh, both in the Amida and in the Virkas Amazon. So they ask the following question. Mao. What is halacha? <laughs> to add in Birkos Amazon Alanissim Should we do it or not? Since the addition of Alanisim is only rabbinically So maybe you don't have to do it? Oh, the other side of the question Maybe because uh, Alanisim and the whole celebration of Hanukkah to publicize the miracle so maybe indeed we should yes mention alanism maskir no says you don't have to add Alanisim in virgos amazon in maskir and if you're going to come to yes say you should do it in the second braha the the other halaret the one we thank Hashem for the land let me read one more story, and then we'll explain this. Rabu bar Yehudeh, Iklai roveh So Rabu uh, bar he went to the Yeshiva of Roveh, Sabalat Kuri Beboni Yerushalayim, and he thought, he would say, Alanissim, in the bracha of Yerushalayim, look in Rashi, look in the footnotes, because when we, in Rosh Chodesh, in Yontev, in the third bracha, even in Shabbos, over there we are, the extra mentioning for the day, for Shabbos, for Shabbos, for Yom and also because over there we, we ask Hashem for things, so he thought that was the proper place to also insert Alanisim. I'm a Rav Sheshes, but Rav told them no. Ketfila, you should add Alanism just like we do it in the Tefila and the Amidah. Matfila just like in the Amidah, we say Alanisim in the brach of Moedim because. The whole text of Alanisim is not really a request from Hashem, but what it really is is a um, thanksgiving for the miracle. So, Abi Amazon,. be'oda. So the same thing, Birka Amazon, we should do it in the bracha of Moedim. Okay, now uh, we are in about ten lines into the Gemara. We are in the two dots. Iboleu. So they asked the following question. Now, let's Rosh Chodesh be Birkas Amazon. So, what about saying Yaleb Yavo in Benching? In Dinzeloimar be the Rabbanan, We just said so the previous question, what about saying Alanissim in Hanukkah? And we said, maybe because it's a Rabbanan, it's only rabbinically, you don't have to say Alanissim in Birkas Amazon. But what about Rosh Chodesh? Sin Rosh Chodesh is your Raisa, Tzarich. So therefore, you should you should add Yaleve Yavo in Birkas Amazon. Or Dilma, asur melacha lo medarkin lo or maybe not. Maybe since Rosh uh, Chodesh, even though it's from the Torah, is not like a Yontev, so maybe you don't have to to add Yaleve Yavo in Birkas Amazon. So, Rabbi Amar maskir, there's a mahlakis over here. According to Rab, you do mention Yale and we all know that is Allah in Birkas Amazon, in Rosh Hodesh. But Rabbi Hanina Amar, no maskir. And uh, according to Rabbi Hanina, you don't say Yale on in Rosh Chodesh in Birkas Amazon. Omar Abzeka, Nakud de Rabbi so he said, you should uh, know, keeping your hand, meaning to say, Keep with you that Allah follows Rab, the Koradi Oshaya Kavase. We're gonna see a brisa that Rav Yoshaia teaches that Allah follows Rab. That we do add Yaliv on Rosh Chodesh. The Tanei Yoshaia Yamiu vayem Korban Musav days that we have to daven Musav Kegon Rosh Chodesh vechulo shel Moed. So Arviz veShachle sumincha. So you see, clearly over here, Rabbi Yoshua says, that in the Amida, you do say Yale Yavo. in the Bracha of Retze, which is the Bracha of the service of Hashem. V'el Moamar And if a person forgot to say Yale Yavo in Rosh HaOdash, He has to repeat it. We we know from Rachot, Remember, the only Tfilah, if you forget yalev you don't repeat is in Mariv of rosh chodesh. But now that we're coming with rachem to Holamed of pesach, if we forget yalev in Mariv of Holamed, over there we yes we we'll have to repeat it. The the only reason why we don't repeat um, in rosh chodesh if you remember from brachos because. By night, the basin wouldn't be Mechadosh the month. So, Kevan Shem Mechadoshim is a Chodesh Balayla. The basin only sits during the day. So, therefore, if a person forgets Yale Beyabo by night, in Rosh Hodesh doesn't repeat it. Continues of Echidis Braisa. And also, in this, neither Rosh Hodesh, neither Holamoyed we make Kiddush. But this is, actually, this is really the proof for Rab that also in Virkos Amazon you have to mention both Rosh and Chola Moed by saying Yale in the Baruch of Yerushalayim. So from this proof, the Gemara brings a like Rav to, yes, insert Yaleh ve Rosh Now, if we forget, remember we say in Brachos, we don't have to repeat it because it's not compulsory to have a million Rosh but in Yontov or Shabbos, if we forget, let's say, or we have to bench again. And if we remember before the beginning of the bracha of Atov and Metiv, then remember there's like a special bracha, short bracha we say, to compensate to say either Shabbos or um, Yontov. Also for Rosh Chodesh, if we forget, there's also like a bracha, remember we did in brachos, that we say, if we hadn't started the bracha of Atov and Metiv. Just to end up this prayer, huh? Now, Yamin sheen Korban Musav days that we don't say that there's no Musab on them. sheni like Mondays or, 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 or Thursdays, the um amamados, and uh, when there's a Tinis and it was amamados. So amamados, uh, Nisim. Remember we did in Tinis that uh, it says in the Torah that the Korban should be offered, look in the Funos over there that the Korban should be offered in front of the Kohanim, the Levim and the Israel so how is going to be the entire Jewish people in the Beit HaMikdash uh, observing and uh, the Korban being offered in front of them so they would choose look in the food notes, uh, beautiful uh, tw- they were just like there were 24 families of Kohanim uh, that th- throughout the whole year that each family would take on a whole week in the Beis Hamikdash. there were also tzaddikim they were divided into 24 groups of Israel and this tzaddikim would be there at the temple and they would be observing the offering the, how the Korban Atamid was being offered so like that it would be offered uh, in front of everybody so it's called uh, st- uh, stations and the Gimorintanis says that these people would fast for four days. Remember Nisin? They would start fasting from Monday to Thursday. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So also so in both in both of these days, whether in a Tani's or whether in these four days of fast of these people being observing the Corban Tamid, so these people would add also the um, aneinu, aneinu Hashem biyom taniteinu, Hashem answer to us in the day of our tainis. Now the Gemara before continues with the Brisa, the Gemara wants to clarify one thing, sheni Hamishi Mai avidasayu, why Why the Brisa is speaking, and days that they, so they are not uh, Musab, there's no Musav like Mondays and Thursdays, so the Gemara asks, what's the price telling us? Monday is Thursday, so what about Wednesday and Friday? Like, <laughs> so the Gemara says, this is what the price telling us. ve Shel So when there was a drought, so in we also saw this in Tainis, so Hahami would fix three tanias on a Monday and a Thursday and on a Monday. So that's what the Gemara, what the price meant over here and in the mamados, and as we explain over here, in those stations. So, So, even already from the previous night, Mariv, even though the fast will only be a day fast, but because you start the day by Mariv, you already say anenu, already from the previous Mariv. And then in Shachris and in Mincha, And we add, Aneinu in Shomea Tfilah. Aneinu Hashem Beyom Tom Taniteinu. Now, look in Rashi, look in the look in the footnotes. That uh, nowadays, uh, we don't say, according to Rashi in the footnotes, we don't see Aneinu obviously not by Mariv and not even by Shachris, because we are concerned what if I get sick and I'm not able to complete the fast? So I kind of doubt a a, a lie because I say answer to to me Hashem in the day of my fast and I didn't fast. So that's why the congregation only say aneinu by Mincha in Shomer Tfilah. But the Chazan, he doesn't say it by Shachris. Vim lo Amar, and regarding these second uh, examples, if he didn't say aneinu, el machzirinoto, also, you don't you also have to repeat the uh, Esrei. Um, some read, some don't read. And if you eat in the previous night, you won't say anenu in benching. Even though again you're planning to fast the following morning. But you wouldn't be saying anenu in the previous night when you're eating and benching. Some have a text that this second part included Hanukkah and Purim, and uh, from here, according to this, you can see that, uh, well, look in the photos, is not a proof whether you do or you don't say in Benching Alanisim or not. But, just to end up, so we saw from these brides clearly that you do say Yale Yavo in Benching, both in Rosh Chodesh and in Holamoed. Uh, Another question. Mao, So there's an interesting question. Hanukkah, if it's not Shabbos or Rosh Chodesh, with, indeed in Hanukkah, we're gonna have a Shabbos and a Rosh Chodesh always. But the other days, there's no Musaf. Hanukkah is the normal davening. The only additions are Alanissim and Hallel. We saw a couple of pages ago, that Chachamim fixed Hanukkah as days of Oda Alel, Lealel, Leodot, so we say Alel and we say Al-Azizim as Amodah, but there's no Musaf, so the Gemara says, Keman de Lesveh of Musaf, Bedi since there's no Musaf in Hanukkah, so even when we're going to be doing the Musaf of Rosh Chodesh or the Musaf of Shabbos, should we add Alanism? Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe we don't because there's no Musaf in Hanukkah? Yes. Or well, Or maybe no. E- even though usually in Hanukkah there's no Musaf, but now we're in Shabbos. And Shabbos requires four Filos. Shabbos requires also Musaf. Rosh Hodesh also is going to require Musaf. Mm-hmm. And since we're in Hanukkah, so already say the proper Musaf. That you are the Musaf of Hanukkah, I mean Rosh Chodesh of Hanukkah, Shepherds of Hanukkah, and they say Alanism. That is the question. Yeah. So, Rabuna Ainu So Ravuna and Rabiuda both hold you don't say Alanisim because there's, there's no Musaf on Hanukkah. Ravnacham and Rabbi Yochana, According to Rav Yochan and to Rav Nachman you do say Alanisim. Actually, Allah is like that we so I told to Rav Yosef, Ah, the Ravuna, Rav Why the first opinion is not to say it? The mm-hmm. Ravu, they really base the psaq on Rav. The Amar Rav Gidel, Amar Rav, because uh, they were basing the following psak that Rav Gidel taught in the name of Rav. Rosh, Chodesh, Shechal, Yosef, so now we're not in, uh, in uh, precisely in Hanukkah, we're just a regular Rosh Hodesh that happens to be on Shabbos. So, a maftir benavi, be Oh, so we know in Shabbos we have the, the maftir, the Aftara. So after the Aftara, you say the bracha We say many brachos in the Aftara. And the last one, Mekadesha Shabbos. Mekadesha Shabbos. So according to Rav Gidel, Cerek laskiy shel Rosh Chodesh. Eino, eino cerek laskiy Rosh Chodesh. But even even if it happened to be that Shabbos that was also Rosh Chodesh, you don't say at the end brach of the Aftarah, "Mekadesh Ashabat, Shabbat, Israel veasmanim or Rosh Chodesh." Why? Shilmal Shabbos eynavi Rosh Chodesh. Because you never do haftarah on Rosh Chodesh. The only reason why we do the haftarah is because it's Shabbos. So really, this Haftar has nothing to do with Rosh Chodesh. So don't mention in the bracha, after the Haftar, Rosh Chodesh. So, says the Gemara, so we apply the same principle. And that's why, according to Rabuna and Rav you wouldn't say Alanissim in Musav of Shabbos Chanukah, or Musav of Rosh Chodesh Chanukah. So, says the Gemara, how can you compare the, the two alakas? Asam, Navi, with the Rosh Chodesh, Lake He said, how you compare? In the case of Rav Gidel, in the name of Rav, so Aftarah in Rosh Chodesh, there's no shachos. There's, 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 no, there's no, never to do Aftarah in Rosh Chodesh. But here in our question, You already said Alanisim in Mariv, in Shachris, and you're going to say it in Mincha. So we see it does apply al So now that you're saying Musab, because it's the day of Hanukkah, you definitely should add Alanism. Rather, if you w- would like to compare this to something, compare it to the following teaching, also in the name of Rav. Now, the previous alaha uh, was when was Rosh Chodesh on Shabbos. Now is when it's Yontev on Shabbos. So Amaftir benavi B mincha. So the person that is gonna read the aftarah in mincha of Shabbos. Be gentlemen. I want to check if you are awake. So on Shabbos, the person that is gonna say the aftarah for Shabbos in mincha. Any questions on that? Exactly. We when Nisim. When do we do after in Mincha? In Tanieh and in Yom Kippur. Okay, Tanit in a and Yom Kippur we do Mafti Yona. So there's there's a little there's, there's, there's a little bit of differences between Rashi and Tosos. Look in the footnote, that according to Rashi, uh, there was a Minag yes to read. Some psukim from the Navi in Mincha. And then that, that Minach stopped. And according to other opinions, they, w- they weren't mamish psukim of the Navi, but they were more like subim. So so, so, Rav said like this If it happens, Yom Tov to be on Shabbos. So the person that would do the maftir in Mincha. So just similarly to what we saw previously, just like when Rosh Chodesh was, you don't say Rosh uh, after the afterah. The same thing over here in Mincha, you wouldn't say, the the you wouldn't um, mention Mekadesh Asmanim in the afterah of Mincha. and it's the same principle. Because if not for Shabbos, it's not connection between Yontev and an Aftarah in Minchan Yontev. So says Gemara, this is more of a similar case to the previous one. Because in this case of Yontev, at least there was already Aftara for the morning. Look in Rashi. Vavar the Isa Shachris, even though. In Yontev, there is yes an Aftara in Shachrith in Yontev, but Oil, Meni, Halam, Yontev, O Silomus So this is the Gemara says this second Alaha is closer, it's more similar to our question. And maybe from there you can be proof that according to Rab, just like in Mincha, Yontev and Shabbos, you don't mention Yontev, the same thing in Hanukkah, in Musab you wouldn't mention it when it's Shabbos of Hanukkah or Rosh Hashanah of Hanukkah you wouldn't mention Alanism a yeah. so the question I look in the footnotes. why do we need two teachings of Rab if you already told me the one of Yontev the, the previous one of Rosh would, would already would have known it and the governor says here yeah, Rab really only taught the second one but then they infer, they deduce the second one based after the first one if in Yontev you don't say in Mincha Yontev in the Maftir mm-hmm. uh, the Yontev, so also when you come Rosh Chodesh mm-hmm. in the morning you wouldn't say Rosh Chodesh. Now let's let's continue a little bit in the side B of the page. Silhasa, yeah. the Alaha doesn't follow keholani yeah. Shmaisesa the Alaha doesn't follow any of the previous ones. Yeah. Look in Rashi, no la kravuna no la meaning to say that we do mention. Alanisim in Musaf. If you remember, in Hanukkah we do say Alanisim in Musaf, Rosh Chodesh and Shabbos. Now Rashi uh, adds, "V'rab Gidel Now, according to Rashi, even Rav Gidels' alaha it doesn't stand. But look in the footnotes over there that uh, we don't follow Rashi and. Uh, Oh, now I forgot what you're talking about. Somebody with the ASCOL help me. Okay, go back. Over there. We do, we do follow Rav Gidel. Let me get one second. Uh, one second. Look, I'm reading the Fundo number one in page 24b1. According to Rashi, as well as several other Rishonim, Rambam and Mihamos, uh, among them, the Gemara here repudiates even Rabgido's opinion. Therefore, when Rosh Kodesh falls on Shabbos. Ah, that is this. When Rosh Kodesh would fall on Shabbos, Rosh Kodesh is mentioned in the, in the after blessing. Aha, uh-huh, that's what it was. According to Rashi when Rosh Chodesh is on a Shabbos we do mention at the last bracha of the Aftarah, Mekadesh Ashabas according to Rashi but as you know we don't do it when Rosh Chodesh falls on Shabbos the last bracha of the bracha we don't mention Rosh Chodesh okay let's continue Ela rather uh, so we'll discuss, <laughs> because I need the alakah doesn't follow all the previous things. Ella, kiad the Rabbi Levi, rather the alakah follows Rabbi Shimon Levi. That says, Yom Kipurim shechalios beShabbos. If Yom Kipur falls on a Shabbos, a Neila tzar elaskeishot Shabbos. Oh, so this is a very interesting question. So Neila, we only have in Yom Kipur. It's the only day of the year once a year we have five tfilos. Yeah. so when Ne'ilah is on a Shabbat when Yom Kippur is on a Shabbat so do you say uh, the addition of Shabbat in Neila like in Yom Kippur when Yom Kippur is on a Shabbat we say Mekadesh uh, Mekadesh Shabbat the Israel do Yom Do you also say on Nehila? Shabbos, there's, there's no, no, no Neila on Shabbos. According to Rabbi Shev and Levi, you do. Why? Because this is a principle. Even though there's no Neila on Shabbos, but now that Yom Kippur is on Shabbos, so you have to mention there's also Shabbos. And according to Rabbi Shev Levi, the same thing on Hanukkah. Now that you're doing Musab, you have to say Alanissim. Now, what do you mean? Arba tfilos, it should be five tfilos. So, uh, Rosh Hashanah counted from Shachris, Shachris, uh, Musaf, Mincha, and Neila. So, we see from here you do say Alanisim also. The Gemara is going to ask a seeming contradiction. Kasha It seems to be something over contradicting itself. Ambris, Il Chassake Rebbe Levi. You just told me, we follow Rebbe Shev Levi, that you do say, in the il of Shabbos, if Yom Kippur's on Shabbos, Shabbos. From the other hand, Kaim the an De'el but we know also that there's an Allah that follows Rebbe, the, the Amar Rebbe, Yom Tev Shechal Oh, Rav O'Izai. Um, on Shabbos, uh, when we finish the silent Amida, we we do uh, something that is like a like a repetition, right? That has the right, right? So the question is what happened like last year? Last year and the previous year, Pesa wasn't a Shabbos if you remember. So do you add at the end of that bracha, Mekadesh Ashabos? And in you may do you mention, mention the Yontiv also in that bracha, the bracha that the chazan says after Maariv on Shabbos? So Robert says no. Yontif shechalios beShabbos shelech tibur ayel lefneateiva. The chazan arvis in Maariv eno tzar chelaski shel he does not mention Yontif. Because we don't, uh, in, in Yontev, we don't have after the Amida a repetition like you do on Friday nights. We finish with the Amidah, we say Amida, we say Kaddish, and you say Aleinu. So, so, says Robert, so even when Yontev falls on the Shabbos, so you wouldn't add at that bracha of, of the, the, the end of Maguena. Uh, you wouldn't say the Yontev, because has no connection Yontef to that repetition. So it seems to be a contradiction. Why we hold that when Yom, Yom Kippurim is on a Shabbos in Neila, you mention Shabbos. And from the other hand, why when a Yontev is on a Shabbos yeah. in the Friday night, you wouldn't say yeah. in the Ebrahah of uh, Maginavos, Mage, you wouldn't say the Yontev Gemara is going to answer. Look, now this is the answer. So, over there, in the case of the Friday night, when we do the repetition. So the truth is, it shouldn't be any repetition by Ma'iriv. Why? Because if you remember from Brahoz, we hold that Ma'iriv was reshuz, was optional. And that's why they didn't institute Hazara on Marif. So because there's no Hazara on Marif, so therefore, even by Friday night, shouldn't be a Hazara. So why, indeed, we do some sort of a Hazara in Marif on Friday night? Because of the danger. What was the danger? Look in the footnotes. That in those days, the shuls were outside of the city. So usually during the week, people stayed home to daven Mariv. But on a Friday night, people would go to the shuls. So we were concerned that if somebody came late on a Friday night to shul, and all the congregation ended, and everybody went back, this person that came late, might end up staying in the shul alone. And because, again, because the Nezikim, the Shadim, the demons, were out there in the fields so it could be that this guy was left alone in the shul and a demon might come and attack him so therefore Chachamim instituted that sort of repetition on friday night with the magen aboriz and all that to just to gain time to be sure everybody ends at the same time and then go back home so the Gemara says in principle it's not it's not even shayach to have a and, and that's why you don't know, mention it by Yontif. It says, But over here, Yom, yomu shen But regarding our case of Neila, so again, you are holding on Shabbos. So you are debiting the tefillahs of Shabbos. So now, if it happens to be also Nehila, because you're Yom Kippur, but this, since this is the Yom that you are holding on, so you should also also mention the Shabbos on Nehila. I mean, to be honest, it's a very subtle difference, but I think what it comes out, both for this case of Naila and the case of Alanisim on Musaf, is because we go after the day we're holding on. So, if you are holding on a day, and the day requires that fila, if the day requires neila, so say the neila with the complete form of the day. If the day requires musaf, say the musaf with the complete way that you have to say musaf. So, just uh, let's finish the Gemara, and then we'll start the second set of the recording. The Gemara goes back to the, goes back to the Mishnah, Aliyah. So, the last two things. In the previous Mishnah, that a person cannot use as fuel to light the Shabbos candles, is aliyah is the fat from the sheep's tail, below the, and also not from the uh, tallow. So says the Gemara. so the Mishnah ended like this. The, the Mishnah said like this, not, you, you shouldn't lead Shabbos candles not with the tail of the sheep and also not with Halef, which is this uh, talo. Then, Nachum from Madai, he made a distinction. You are right, Chachamim, the first opinion. If it's not cooked, it it's not a good fuel, don't use it. But once it's been cooked, you can just use it. And the Chochamim came to say, no, whether it's cooked, it's not cooked, you shouldn't use it for Shabbos candles. So the Gemara asks the question, what is the difference between the last opinion of the Chochamim and the first opinion, the Tanakama? They are basically saying the same thing. So if you remember a couple of pages ago, before we start all the sugars of Hanukkah, Rav Bruna in the name of Rav said that if you take the tallow the cooked, Cheleb and you add a little bit of permitted oil, like let's have olive oil, and you mix it, so according to him that is okay. You will permit it to use it for Shabbos candles. So what the Gemara is saying now that is who exactly the argument between the first opinion, the Kama and the Hachamim. According to one of them, even with that mixture, you wouldn't be able to use it. And according to the other opinion, with the mixture, you, yes would, be, you would be permitted to use it. The law, mesaimi. But now, we don't know exactly who said what. Let's continue with the Mishnah. Second Mishnah, the second chapter, in Madlikin, uh, the the Mishnah continues with different oils that a person shouldn't be using for Shabbos candles. the Oh, so one second. This is already going in Yontev. And the Gemara already clarified this. If you remember, in Madlikin Beshem and Sreifa, a that a person, and that's going to be the Gemara just now. Why a person shouldn't light candles of oil, of truma that became impure? In Beyontev, on Yontev. For yon, Yontev candles, no Shabbos candles, Yontev candles. <laughs> then Rabbi Ishmael says, Omer en malikin be itran Now, Itran is some residue of the pitch, and it was very. The other, the smell was terrible. So, according to Rabbi Shmuel, don't use that for Shabbos candles because even though it's going to give you light, people won't stay because of the bad smell. Because that's not honoring Shabbos if you have such a bad smell in your house. Now, the Chachamim are molinit. They would permit in any type of oil. In ses- sesame seed oil, beshemin egozim. Now, in for Pesach, many use oil of nuts, walnut oil. Beshemin tsnoinois, and even from the radish, they would take the seeds of the radish and make with them oil. Beshemin dagim, and oil from fish. Look in the footnotes, there are two types of, uh, of opinions, Russian tracers whether it's the inert we saw so previously of the fish that were melted or some say no, it's from the eyes of the fish they would make some sort of oil shemen Pakuois so this Pakuois, I send you the picture is, I don't even know how to pronounce it Colossith, something like that so I send you the picture also from the seeds of that, they would make Oil. Let me just find it over here. Kolosin. Okay. All these, according to Chummi, you're you're allowed to use as oils for shabbos. Betani with neft. And again, we saw etran, that according to Ravishmel you shouldn't. And neft. Neft is nafta, also a derivative of the pitch. And also, it's very bad smelling. Nevertheless, according to Chachamim, you can use in yeah. According to the Revitalfon, no. The only oil you should use for Shabbos candles should be uh, olive oil because it's drawn after the week and it lies properly. Chachamim agree that you should use olive oil. But if you don't have olive oil, you can use any other oils. So the Gemara, and that's going to be the rest for today. But Hashem, I'm just going to clarify why a person cannot use a coin, oil of truma that became impure to light his Shabbos candles. My time, am deficient sulfim, solfim kochim beyontiv, because we're going to see now three different opinions, three different psukim, that a person is not permitted. To burn anything, uh, say, uh, uh, I say, sanctified, anything Kadosh, in Minani Mili. How do we know this? And look, look in Rashi, look in the footnotes. So the giver on. is asking, Minani Mili, insult From where do we know, from which Pasuk, that this is not permitted? Dilum if there wouldn't be a Pasuk telling us that it's prohibited, forbidden, in mar, le, le isi, I see. we have a mitzvah ase that truma they became impure or the, any korban that already you cannot eat it. It says, "Beish tisroifu." You have to burn it. So when you have a, a mitzvah ase we have a principle: "Asse doche lot ase, lot ase kol melacha." That don't do any melacha on the yontev. Should the ase override that? Amar chizkia Vegentane de v'chizkia Amar kro, also see the boiker Again, very nice this Pasuk is speaking about the korban Pesach So the Torah says the korban Pesach needs to be eaten by night If you remember from brachos there were two opinions Whether the korban Pesach has to be eaten by chatzot At night, by midnight Or can be eaten throughout the whole night But everybody agrees that the leftover of the Korban Pesach, once it's already the morning, has to be burnt. But the Pasuk repeats twice that whatever is left over, you have to burn it in the morning. So says the teaching of the Braisa, There's nothing that came to teach the second time the words until the morning. What it does in com- comes to teach us. So the verse came to let us know that this second verse that should be burned in the morning is a different morning than the previous verse. The previous verse was speaking that the limit is to be eaten until the morning. That is the first morning of the first day of Yontev of Pesach. And then this second verse saying, and has to be burned. In the morning, it's already the second morning, which is the first day of Holamoed. Obviously, in Israel there's not two days of Yontev. So from here we learn that the Torah is telling you don't burn the leftover of Korban Pesach in Yontev, because it's forbidden to burn Kochim in Yontev. Wait until Yontev is over and you burn it in Cholamoyed. This is according to Hysia and Aprisa of the Yeshiva Hiska. Avayi Amar, Abayi brings a second Pasuk. It says, Amakra, Ola Shabbos Beshabasoi. So, if it sounds familiar, we say this in the davening, Ola so, Shabbos the daily, the tamid, Ola, burnt offering of Shabbos, should be offered, should be burned on Shabbos. So the extra, the word Besabbasoy is really extra. Says Gemara, he came to Memayet to exclude. You can only burn the Korban Olah of Shabbos on Shabbos. VeLo Olas But if you had the Korban Oila of Friday, then you don't burn it on Shabbos. VeLo Olas And also, we learn from the extra wording, not the Olah of ErYontev in Yontev. So we see from here, according to Abaye, a person is not permitted to burn kochim in yontif. And the third verse, according to the third opinion, ulevado yase lachem. So we we're talking over here. Let me just one second. Yeah, this verse is referring. To the ether, to the permission of cooking food in Yontev. Because as we know, Shabbos were not allowed to cook. So the Torah came to tell us: Yontev, a person is not allowed to do melacha. But cooking things, the Ochen Nefesh, cooking things that we need for the Yontev, in Yontev were permitted to cook. But the word the Torah wrote "hu levado yaselahem. But only this, which is the cooking, what you need to eat, only that you are permitted to do, can be done to you. So the Gemara says, "Who?" So the words "hu levado" only that are extra. They really didn't. The Torah didn't really need to write it like this. So says Robert the words "hu" and "levado" come to teach something. Only that, which means the food itself, the law but not accessories, things that you might need also to prepare food. Of course, call it preliminaries. Let's say you need to cut meat and you don't have a knife. So you might, you might have thought, oh, since it's permitted to cook and to prepare food on yontev and I don't have a, a, a knife to cut the meat, or to do the shchita. Maybe I'm also permitted to go and make a knife on yontev, and then use it to cook. That the pastor says, no, ooh, no. <laughs> only, only food itself already, that is where you can do to eat. But no secondary accessories to prepare your food. And then the word levadoi. does the word levadoi? Only came to exclude velomila <laughs> oh, also the second prohibition is a prismila when it won't be on the eighth day. So let's say a lady that um, gave birth, not natural birth or a baby that had uh has it yeah. Jundai, that is, is was yellow yeah. and you couldn't do the bris mila in the eighth day and you had to wait or oh, well, he was too young, whatever it was and now, after a few weeks he's already uh, healthy to do bris mila and, and the proper day to do bris mila would come to be injunctive so says this no, only when the mila is the eighth day and it was a natural birth and it's proper then you do it injunctive but if not when it's Shelovis Manah, I really means to say more the second case. When it wasn't in the eighth day, then you cannot do it on Yontev. And why do we need a Pasuk? The Asia Bikal Because, look in the Funos, look in Rashi, there's a whole kalvachomer of a list. There's four things, that one is stronger than the next one. So on top of the list is Mila Shelovis Manah mila to make brismila to a baby even when it's not the right time is stronger than saras because even if the baby has saras and you are not allowed to cut saras for brismila you're allowed to cut the the flesh of saras in the baby to do brismila then saras is stronger than avoida because a is not allowed to remove his tsaras to do the avoida in the temple the service of the temple so tsaras is stronger than avoida then avoida is stronger than shabbos because there's things for the besa the korban tamid that we do on shabbos so we have four things which is stronger than what this is like the harga, mila manna, bris mila in not in the right time is stronger than tsaras that's already stronger than Avoida, then is stronger than Shabbos. So there was room to say, so if that is the case, so Mila, that is the number one in the list, should be stronger than the fourth one in the list, of which is Shabbos, and should be Doche, Shabbos, and Yontev. So we would have said that, if not for this Pasuk, that says Levadoye. No, the Pasuk said, and only that, going back to the only preparation for food, for Yontev would be overriding Yontev. But not Mila when it's not the proper time you cannot do it on Yontiv. And just to end up today, Rabashi Amar, so Rabchi says, what is really the reason, the svara of not burning Kochim on Yontiv? Because he says son, The Torah commands us to keep Shabez and to keep Yontiv. With a mitzvah's ase. So in every Shabbat and in every Tov, we have an ase and a lot, a lot We have a mitzvah, a positive mitzvah of Tashvisu, we have to rest. And then we have a negative mitzvah, veloz melacha, not to do melacha. So says the Gemora, just one line in the next page, two lines. Ase, uh-huh. so this is Shabboson is ase. Then viyavale yom tov. So, we have one Aseh, and in Yonto we have an Aseh and a lot Aseh. So, therefore, the mitzvah of burning the truma is only one, one Aseh. So, one positive mitzvah, the Beshti Sroifu, to burn the truma, it doesn't overrise. The and the Lotase of keeping Shabbos and keep Okay, gentlemen, have a great day. So, Bezat uh, Hashem, you saw the, the schedule that if you can, we have a long day ahead of us.